Gearheads, and welcome to The League, exploring the League of Legends lore from A to Z. My name is Rebecca. And I'm John. My name is Mark. And today we're talking about The Deceiver LeBlanc, who was released November 2nd, 2010. She's been in the game forever. I know. <laughs> Not exactly forever, but pretty close. Right? Sure. Yeah, right. It <laughs> feels for- like forever. Yeah, I forget she's so old, because she's got, I guess she got kind of a rework, and then a revert of the rework. <laughs> <laughs> right? What did they do to her? Uh, she used to have like her old alt used to be um it created a clone oh. didn't it who would then fire an ability yeah. Yeah. when was this it was it was the it was the rework that got reverted um, oh, okay so like her her current kit isn't that different from her old kit mm-hmm. but they decided they wanted to mix things up and they changed her alt around and it was weird and kind of awkward and they're like uh oh, no we did a bad sorry guys <laughs> yeah yeah i remember um i remember playing her briefly actually i can't believe there was a window of my life when i played leblanc and it was when <laughs> deathfire's grasp was in the game yeah. and you would tell me the combo of like deathfire's grasp q and then r which is that's usually what you would double was the q which i think that's not what you do anymore generally it's best for instant burst um mm. but if you uh well at least this is how i play her Okay. If you've got to close huge gaps, you double up the W. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you're if you attacking from a brush and you have a second, double the chain up for double the CC. Mm-hmm. If you want to pop in and just do a bunch of damage, then pop out, double up the Q. Mm. There you go. Hot LeBlanc tips. This is from, like too much for John. me. I need a champion who does like one thing just all the time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's like, oh, you have to do something different based on the situation. It's like, no, nah, my brain just fries. <laughs> I guess I can do that because I do play Lulu, but I don't know what it is. L- like, champions that require a very specific combo rapidly is like, I really struggle with those. Yeah. So, most assassins, I would say. On the bright side, there's also no like bad thing. No matter what you double up, it's going to damage them. Yeah. So, this, you know, <laughs> yeah. especially follow A-Ram. your heart. <laughs> yeah. A-Ram, she's fucking I'm not, buffed. I'm not going to do like you do where like they, there's an enemy and then there's not an enemy. It's like, uh, I don't know what John just did, but he just deleted that motherfucker. <laughs> John pushed some buttons. I thought he was going to die, but he's actually eight miles behind me now, and I don't even know how he fucking got there. I just ulted his clone with a Lulu ult, because I'm an idiot. He's safe. Oh, wait, no. He W'd no, back no. into them? What happened? Oh, now he's dead. <laughs> yeah, I never know when I to I do that you. sometimes, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I make a safe getaway, and then I forget that the cooldown for my W is still up, and I hit it again and go right back into the enemy team. all right well on the riot universe page she has a bio and short story i'm guessing she has more but john and mark Mm -hmm. had to really hunt it down apparently yeah y'all this wiki page for leblanc was a journey it (laughs) is not organized like every other wiki page for every other champion where they have like a list of featuring and then mentioned and then alternate universe stories or like old universe stories like it's not organized like that at all it's basically just like a huge bio and occasionally a word in the bio will be hyperlinked and that will take you to a separate story entirely yeah but then there's also a bunch of things that i know she was a part of that didn't get linked anywhere there that i had to like fish down from memory it was weird was not a fan but that's how leblanc do yeah we were saying right before it's like it's pretty on brand for her that you can't really (laughs) figure out what exactly is going on with it it's weird i don't know if they they if this hasn't been updated in some way or i like the idea that we posted which is that they did it on purpose and like she's the one who they'll never actually (laughs) compile the shit on um 
I don't know. Yeah. Um, you know, something you didn't mention that's on her universe page is there's a portrait of her where I think her her neck looks fucking tiny. <laughs> there's something about that portrait. <laughs> I don't know. Can I see it? Uh, yeah, it's right there. But like, her John, pull that up. Her jaw, me. like her chin, looks like you cut stone with that motherfucker, and her neck looks like about like <laughs> pencil thin. I don't know. Oh, the portrait. You mean? Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Okay, I did kind of briefly see it. But I didn't really like click on it. It's not like I didn't click on it. you know because sometimes they'll have like old concept art or things like or like here's stuff that she was in development. But it's just like this dead on portrait, which is like I don't know. I mean, I can't draw that well, but it's just a weird thing to have on the the universe page. Uh, right? Yeah, I don't. This is like what's on her driver's license. Like it looks like her driver's <laughs> license photo. <laughs> Except she looks too good. You'd look much worse in your driver's license right. photo. Sitting at the DMV yeah, for six hours, LeBlanc. <laughs> Her makeup would be all run down. <laughs> I mean, like, her makeup kind of already looks run. Yeah. Yeah, but like it's intentionally yeah. that way. So I don't know if it's like I'm very tired today or very dumb, but I really had trouble following the LeBlanc bio. <laughs> Particularly like the first half of it. And this again felt maybe on brand. I was like, who are we talking about? <laughs> yeah. It's kind of flowery, well, I guess I'd say. A little. Yeah. A little flowery. Like, like a like a rose, <laughs> that, like a black rose. Thank you. I was hoping that would that would happen. Uh, <laughs> I can do with the notes on it. Um, I assume she's sure. got a lot of AU stuff because I think she's got. Uh, she does have a handful of AUs. Sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. not like a ton. I think she's like six, but. Yeah. Well, you can correct me if I get she's anything another wrong. She's another one that. <laughs> yeah, she's she's one of those people that was also also got a bunch of skins before they were doing skin stuff mm, yeah I mean, I'm, I'm gonna be curious to see which of those old ass skins like ended up getting <laughs> into an AU <laughs> but mainline LeBlanc she is the super mysterious matron of the Black Rose um, which I know we talked about before in a couple other episodes um, but they're this secret you know cabal cult they say <laughs> sometimes say uh, been around since before Noxus again LeBlanc one of those champions that's been around for fucking millennia since the Noxai tribes before Noxus. And um, and there's all these kind of, leg- again, also like legends of like a, a pale woman who runs it. And kind of during the height of Mordekaiser's reign back, this is like before the Rune Wars even, uh, Mordekaiser kind of ran the, was a big like evil despot in uh, the area that is now Noxus. And she was a part of inner, of, his, of his inner circle and eventually betrayed him and kind of cut off his link to the Well of Souls, which is at, like, the base of the Immortal Bastion, which is now in the center of Noxus's car- capital. Um, and eventually, kind of, the legends of that all get lost. Like, in the chaos of the Rune Wars, the history of, like, who LeBlanc is, and the idea that the, the Immortal Bastion has this, like, super powerful well of power, I guess, are kind of <laughs> lost to time, right? Uh, that being said, LeBlanc's still around. She still runs the Black Rose. Um, she's kind of generally around the world in multiple places at once furthering schemes and plans um one big one is that she you know was kind of aiding Borum Darkwill when he was in power twisting his just like twisting his mind he was like her puppet right essentially um although it kind of talks about how he forsook forsake forsook that's the word <laughs> forsooketh, forsooketh. <laughs> the, the Black Rose's um advice and their advisors and eventually it kind of forces LeBlanc to you know step in and trick Swain uh, into seemingly revealing her and the Cabal and assumedly executing them but obviously not because she's still around 
and she continues to kind of you know whisper into Dark Will's ear, and they work to actually like make sure Swain's career ends in Ionia, so we can kind of assume that whatever happened to him and his defeat uh, was kind of orchestrated by them. But you know, Swain being Swain, he doesn't fall for such ploys, um, and he manages <laughs> to become Swain as we know him. Right? He he finds power in the Immortal Bastion. He overthrows Dark Will. And he is a a thorn eh, in in LeBlanc's <laughs> side, um, and so the current kind of state is that idea, or is that you know LeBlanc is still running the Black Rose and you know scheming and, and and doing all this stuff in the shadows, and you know her and Swain are kind of like the like that's the, the at the heart of all the conflict in Noxus is between these two, where he's in power and doing his thing, and she's tr- and the Black Rose are trying to undermine him, and I guess also because he is so like. You know, Nox is first, and then, you know, Empire above all. Um, he's not easily... She can't, like, corrupt him in the way that she could corrupt Dark Will. And that's kind of the big problem, is that he is, like... He's a worthy adversary, almost, you know? So, that's mostly it, right? Yeah. I like... I feel like we get a lot of old champions, obviously. I feel like she's one of the few that I can remember where they specifically say that her background is a mystery, even to herself. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah that's true. They, they, How mysterious. They, they, they do kind of play a little bit in the bio with this idea that, like, maybe LeBlanc's not even LeBlanc anymore, and she's just one of her various right. clones and illusions, and, like, does she even know? Um, which is an interesting idea, but it feels, like, uh, like undeveloped. It's just kind of in here, and I don't see it really anywhere else that I can think of, really. Yeah. It's, like... It's touched on a little bit, I think, um, in Legends of Runeterra. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. Oh, yeah, that's that's true. Um, I would like to see it get a little more development if that's like something they want to go with for her, you know? Yeah, because I, yeah, I like the idea. It's pretty neat. I feel like it feels like a little bit of a stretch. Mm. I've looked at my face a lot. <laughs> I feel like it'd be hard to forget it. I think it's... No. So I think the thing is... She, she doesn't create, know who she is. She right? creates clones of herself, mm. and they're fully sentient but like follow her lead sometimes or follow her demands sometimes <laughs> um and the idea is like maybe when she created a clone of herself like maybe the original died at some point and the clones Aww. who all probably mm-hmm. think they're leblanc are just kind of around and the leblanc we know now is just a clone yeah, yeah i mean it's the same they said they're all leblanc yeah with a know. fraction of the power <laughs> it's tell inter- one of naruto's shadow clones that <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Once again, League Lore is just Naruto in, in various ways, right? <laughs> Clone Jutsu LeBlanc. I mean, it's an interesting idea, right? And it's something you, it's like a very sci fi idea almost when you get into like, oh, we're building clones. We've got the same memories. And what happens when I get replaced? Um, but like we were saying, it, it's not like it only shows up a bit in the bio. And it, in Legends of Runeterra, even, it only shows up in like the form of like one or two quotes. And some of that's just to accommodate the fact that sometimes an enemy LeBlanc card will show up, right? We're like, we don't know if that's actually the case um, or exactly what the deal is. Like, that's kind of my issue with Ala LeBlanc is that like she's so. I get that she's a super mysterious, like, ooh, you never know what's going on character, but you also kind of never know what's going on from like a. Like, yeah. Uh, you know yeah i always struggle with stories that are like oh everyone's in the dark and i'm like well i'm also and can i have like a little <laughs> bit of light please i'm so confused yeah yeah that's- i did like i feel like in the other stories we heard about the black rose like you always know that leblanc is kind of the head of the black rose and then there's like 
I think it was always implied that there's kind of like an inner sanctum within the Black Rose of other people who have significant power, and then they're all manipulating these things within, you know, the world. But the impression I got from reading the story is like, no, there is LeBlanc, and then literally everybody else is just puppets that she's manipulating. <laughs> like, the nobles, like, they have nothing, but they just think they do, because that's what she wants them to think in order to get what she wants. But, like, the Black Rose itself is literally just LeBlanc. <laughs> sure. I mean, even when, again, talking about Runeterra, you know, when you look at her level-up card art, right? Because when she's level one... Um, it shows her, and she's surrounded by a bunch of different people, and they're all seemingly arguing. And then when she levels up, there's a reflection of them all in the uh, the table that they're all around, and they're all LeBlanc, right? And, and so that's that's certainly something they're playing with, this idea of, like, like you're saying, maybe LeBlanc and her clones are the only ones who are actually, if there's any sort of inner circle, it's just her and all of her little <laughs> you know weird mimics. Um, Isn't um, Elise in the Black Rose, though? Yeah. Uh, technically, mm. she's... She's another one who, like, all she does is bring magical artifacts back to LeBlanc. Sure. Yeah. I mean, Cassiopeia is as well, but again, right? Like, and her yeah. mother, too. But I think that's the same thing where, from what this is telling us, we can kind of infer that they're all pawns. They're all pawns in LeBlanc's <laughs> grand game, yeah. right? Um, John, can I request the parody song? Of? I want Agatha all along, but it's oh, LeBlanc. Mm. That'd be nice. I'll work on it. Thank I'll you. see what I can come up with. <laughs> it's a short song. So. It is pretty short. Um, I think one of the things that struck me about this, too, is that I'm not... I don't know what LeBlanc's plan is. <laughs> yeah. There's, we can me cut, neither. There's a lot of like, it seems like she has the power to do pretty much anything like it seems like i mean she's she's shown that she's capable of destabilizing governments fairly easily um and it looks like she already has a ton of control within noxus and if she wanted more control i feel like she could get it but i don't know what the i don't know what the end game is yeah mm. we can so we can you know knowing that she has some relations like rel right that's because, like, Rel's whole thing is she's kind of like a metal bender, for lack of a better word, and that LeBlanc was, like, directly involved in getting Rel into, like, the Black Rose's clutches, right? And that and her being around for Mordekaiser, the assumption that I kind of work on is that the Immortal Bastion, and we see this in the short story, is, like, this super source of power, this, like, well of souls that's kind of at the, the heart of it, right? And LeBlanc, we can kind of assume, or I assume at least, kind of knows that Mordekaiser is buying his time and will eventually, like so many other things in Runeterra, return and cause all sorts of fucking problems. And it seems like maybe it's all towards the end goal of just being the one who's in charge of everything and Mordekaiser, like not even Swain, but like Mordekaiser is the biggest obstacle to all that. But but I agree, right? Like, A, the rules are really vague around like what can LeBlanc do or not do? Um, and B, like what is, like we should be able to know what her end game is, even if no one else in universe does, right? <laughs> That'd be nice. Yeah, she's also one that I'm fine with some of her past being mysterious, but I would like to know more about her past, mm -hmm. to be honest. Because we know, they say she's a sorceress, but that's kind of all we really know about her, and I would like to know a little bit more. I don't need, like, a, a full-on baby LeBlanc gets her powers, but, you know, something. How is she thousands of years old? She's just a lady, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like she's wrapped in vagaries, and 
I get that that's the character to a degree, but it, it certainly feels like it's just riots. A bit, like They're like, oh, thank God. Here's someone who we don't ever have to really get into the details with. <laughs> yeah, no, that's exactly what it feels like. It doesn't feel like it's intentional. It feels like they didn't know and they didn't feel like filling those holes in. So they're just like, those holes are on purpose. Yeah. It's Swiss cheese. You're like, not really. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think even if we had some stuff more about what she's doing now, because I like the idea of her and Swain being like these two like grandmaster chess players and they're just have these like legions of like agents who are like you know faints and counter faints and just constantly like you know like worthy adversaries in this way but it'd be nice to know like what she's actively doing right now and some more like um you know some more like tangible details around that you know yeah i mean i like the story a little bit because we at least get Mm. you know a little bit of context about one current plan (laughs) yeah you know Uh, it almost feels a little like what she's doing is kind of petty, almost, because she seems so powerful. And then it's like, go somewhere else. There was, so there was one bit of, there was one quote in here that I had forgotten about that make that made me think that maybe she also had some sort of context about the void that maybe she was trying to uh, work her way into. I know which one you're talking about. I like that. Uh, her actions have pushed Terra to the brink of all-out war many times. In the wake of desperate campaigns across the Freljord, on Targon's Peak, and deep in Shirima's deserts, the darkest magic has begun to spread once more, circling closer and closer to Noxus. And I feel like all the places that they named there are places where we kind of have confirmed void activity. <laughs> I think that the idea of like this very dark, evil power stirring... Because like, Mordekaiser is super localized to Noxus, so it seems like it's talking about something bigger, like you're saying, like a void type thing. Right. And maybe she like doesn't know a lot about the void, but is concerned that like she knows it's powerful and worries that if it gets close enough to Noxus, it would have the power to bring back Mordekaiser or some shit like that. Sure. Maybe. I like I like the idea of like LeBlanc being sort of like a begrudging, not a good person, but someone who fights off these <laughs> evil root like Rune Terra world ending threats, but just in service of I want to be the world ending threat, and I can't have mm. Mordekaiser in the void and Ruin King <laughs> fucking all this shit up, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take care of them for now. Um, I like that, that idea. Be That'd be a nice, fun, like, accidental superhero. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like, uh, God, was the new, was that basically the new He-Man? Oh, I, did, I didn't watch <laughs> On it. On Netflix. I didn't watch the old He-Man. I forgot He-Man, you were watching fair. that the show. The new Masters of the Universe, because He-Man and Skeletor got taken away, and there was a big power that was going to destroy everything, so all the bad guys and good guys teamed up to... <laughs> I mean... <laughs> On a more broad sense, I didn't watch it. I'm sorry, I didn't watch. I didn't watch. It. But you guys didn't watch the Masters of the Universe. I saw parts. Of it. it feels so fuzzy in my head because I remember I watched a couple episodes with you at like three or four in the morning when I couldn't sleep. So I went out into the living room and you were in the middle of an episode. So it feels very much like a dream. Like I had completely forgotten all of that until you just said it. I like the trope of like when darkness has like a vested interest in like a balance, and so will sometimes yeah. team up to stop something like the void where it's like oh the obliteration of everything um Mm -hmm. could be fun but again it's just there's the problem is that we we need a little more we need a little more meat on these here bones you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) cool we want to dive into this we we forgot we forgot to do impressions oh Oh, shit shit. i did write down the quotes all right well i mean rewind a little lore hit now (laughs) (laughs) take it from the top No, we're starting it over. I'm taking another shot of whiskey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're really good. Go it. ahead, right out of the bottle again, John. Okay. Cuppy. <laughs> Cuppy. I'll kick, I'll kick us off. All right. All right. 
places to go, people to be. Oh. The black rose shall bloom once more. Don't pretend that was you. No, I was just trying to hear (laughs) her voice again. Good job. Thank you. You wrote a couple down for me. One of them is the only line that I would have remembered. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. <clears throat> Does she have an accent? I wasn't paying attention. Uh, she sounds like a, a, a woman. Mm. All women have the women accent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all smoke and mirrors. Perfect. Thanks. Yeah. Patience summoner. Ooh. It's like a oh, purr. <laughs> she still says summoner. Patience summoner. She does still say summoner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Sona did for a while. Did she change? Did they change her? I don't think they changed her they either. A, only, only you, you can, can hear, hear me, Summoner. <laughs> what masterpiece shall we play today? <laughs> I play her even, and I don't remember if that's her locking quote, but it was for a long time. I think it, yeah, it, it feels like it is. I haven't played her recently. She gives right, a well, video we, update. We made it up. We did two impressions at once because we forgot to do the little black one. <laughs> All right, the story. <laughs> Story, I also yeah. had written here as just like an interesting fun fact that wasn't necessarily part of the bio, but I oh. guess is relevant, is that LeBlanc was one of the founding members of the Black Rose, along with Vladimir. Mm-hmm. The two of them essentially founded oh. the whole organization. And Vlad's like, he dipped, he's not interested anymore. So you know the, you know the group of uh, barbarians that they said kind of attacked the, the Noxi to overthrow Mordekaiser? Mm, kind of. Um, they, they all worship vladimir mm. as a god um and leblanc was like yo how about you and me we take our power to the big guy <laughs> yeah jesus <She> shows, <laughs> i mean she shows up in vladimir's bio actually like hmm. by name even i want to say right yeah. but he's not in the black rose anymore is what i'm saying he, uh he's still he technically is. in it but oh it's it's uh yeah he's one of he's one of the champions that's still an active member but he's it's he's probably about to start his own splinter group because he has his own worshippers. Yeah. I'm yeah, loving the idea thing. of these two overly dramatic cape wearing <laughs> people, Blanc and Vlad, together. It's reminding it's I'm I'm picturing them as kind of like the oh god in Taz that last oh, arc they yeah. had to do there the was, two twin the elf yeah twins. the elf twins who were like very evil but in like a perky way that's kind very of very vogue <laughs> yeah they were great. Anyway, sorry. Oh. The short story. <laughs> short story number one. The one number that's linked on the universe page? Yeah, the one that's linked on the universe yeah. page. Uh, uh, it's called Thorns of the Black Rose. It's by mm. L.J. Goulding, uh, who did that Which Pantheon story. credited still. on the universe page yeah, for, I know. for once. <laughs> yeah. The stories usually are. It's actually rare that they're not. At least the, the, the older ones sometimes That's true. The old get, ones never yeah. are. Yeah. Um, did we give the, the bio credit, by the way? It's David Slagle. Um, oh, yeah. Is yeah. who did it. Uh, yeah, I kind of like this one. It's from LeBlanc's perspective, and she is leading a Noxian general named Brannon Grant, uh, and she is leading him down at night deep under the Immortal Bastion, and we kind of get immediately that she is disguised as someone else, someone who General Branth trusts. Um, and we kind of learn through this that the Bastion is off-limits by way of Swain's orders. Uh, LeBlanc kind of notes that it's really just a ploy by, Le- by Swain to kind of find out who his enemies are in the first place. Um, and kind of throughout it, she's got like kind of a grudging sort of respect for Swain. Like, oh, he's really, you know, he's he's done a very good job of building his legend, and she kind of hates him for it. Um, but God damn it, does she respect it? <laughs> um, but they're kind of she's leading Grant through. Uh, Grant is very bitter towards Swain. He's kind of seeking out the Black Rose to overthrow Swain, and LeBlanc is kind of 
helping guide him to meet quote unquote her whoever she is <laughs> and uh it all, as we kind of go on, we kind of see that LeBlanc is disguised as Grant's cousin, a guy named Hadrian. Um, as Hadrian! F- <laughs> <laughs> if I can change, you can change. <laughs> I didn't even plan to say that. It just came out of me. <laughs> Three impressions for y'all. You're welcome. Yeah. We make Good, up we for can it. Skip, we can skip the Rocky impression when we get to the R's then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's happening? Oh, she's taking him through the bastion, and it's full of power. It thrums with power, uh, she says. And as she's kind of leading him through, these these people, these hooded figures start kind of passing by them, and they are clones of her. She's like, "Oh, I see myself passing by. I look tired. <laughs> I need to take a fucking." Oh my God, is that, is that my hair? Oh, oh look at those crow's feet. <laughs> um, and this is where we see the well of souls. Um, seems like a big fuck off blue kind of shadow islesy looking type thing kind of at the base of it and this is also where mordekaiser's empty like iron suit still is and finally leblanc kind of reveals uh reveals the body of grant's cousin reveals hadrian's corpse and um and as she's doing that various clones of her start kind of gathering around these two and um talking in unison uh and Grant kind of re- sort of realizes what's going on, or thinks he does, because like LeBlanc, was like, oh, he thinks he he's finally understands what's happening, but really he doesn't even know shit. <laughs> um, but he does swear fealty to LeBlanc, and and uh, LeBlanc even internally is kind of like he thinks he's going to get the killing blow. I'm really just using him to even just test Swain's defenses, um, and she kind of uh, marks him as a member of the Black Rose, and he's mm. he's under her thrall or some shit like that. I gotta say, if I were him and I was lured into this place and just surrounded by clones of this person, I would also swear fealty to them, mm. <laughs> even if I wasn't 100% on board. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, no, sure. Especially sure. with, like, your cousin's, like, body there. Like, okay. Like yeah, a puppet? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure, yeah. The, Mordeca- the Mordekaiser armor must be so intimidating, like, in an IRL setting. Like, right. He's yeah. scary in games. Hey, LeBlanc, could you take me around to the back of that Mordekaiser armor so we can... Uh, you can check out that dump truck. <laughs> Nasty. Uh, if you're interested, there's a follow-up to this story. Oh. Also written by David Slagle, where we get to see the general actually attempting to kill Swain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that probably goes uh, super well. It's called the Black Powder Plot. Uh, spoiler alert, he does not succeed. <laughs> Is this linked with Swain's stuff, you think? Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's interesting. I, I really liked this. Um, it made me feel like I understood LeBlanc at least a little bit more compared to her bio. Yeah, this is. I think this actually, this was the first confirmation I think of, because I don't know if it's specifically mentioned in the bio, um, of her having multiple active clones at once. Because in my head, mm. I, I actually thought that she could clone herself once in game, and she just had to send that one clone away to do something, or she could like make herself look like someone. But like, I don't think I realized she could splinter into so many different mm. pieces until this short story. Where do they go? Wherever she tells them to go. But like, yeah. do they do they stay around forever? Like, if she makes a new clone of herself, is it like having a baby? Like, you can't get rid of it. She's got to eat them. You can get rid of the baby. Like, side of her. <laughs> the phrase like that. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. What did you say, John? Did you just say she eats them? Yeah, yeah, to get them back inside. What the fuck, man? <laughs> 
Hey, it's not weird. Like, <laughs> they're all just like in the break room, just like smoking. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sick of this funny. shit. Do you think she's accidentally made too many? She's like, I made. F- there's fucking 379 of me now, and I'm really. <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> I'll have some LeBlanc a la carte. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, it's it's a good question, honestly, right? That's what I'm saying, like, the idea of playing around with these sort of clones that are becoming rogue or, or like, their own people, you know? It's something you could certainly kind of get into with her. Um, but they all, for now, they all seem to kind of vibe, right? Like I said, she starts talking, <laughs> and they all start talking with the same voice. So it seems like, for now, she can kind of handle it, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, you know yeah, I wonder if, like, they get, if she's too splintered, maybe she starts to lose control or like you know takes too much of her power or something maybe that's i just wonder if they if they like poof and disappear when she doesn't need them anymore or if they're permanent clones i mean they poof in game yeah i know i assume it's like like in game but (laughs) that's the only thing about her in-game kit that seems to be represented in the lore so i don't know if if they do poof they leave like all the clothes and shit like there's just like five or six belts just left all around the bottom of the fucking immortal basket she she has so many that's why she wears the same thing every day because she just has so many copies of it (laughs) she never has to do laundry you know i mean bring it back like i guess i I mentioned it but there is like a very specific call out of like she sees the clone passing by she's like oh i i see myself and i look tired but she also then says no matter you know i'll be done with this shortly so maybe having a bunch of clones up does like wear down mm. on her right and and she's yeah. like well once i i'm done with this guy i'll i'll, I'll turn back into just one leblanc leblanc <laughs> uno i'll know. eat all my clones and have a nice bath those poor clones <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah i like this one too i thought it was it was neat um it's 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 got a nice kind of creeping like things just get creepier you know mm-hmm. and when it finally has like the reveal of the the, the cousin's corpse you know, like we, 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 I guess, like as the reader, we assume that Hadrian is dead, but it is neat that she's got his corpse like right there to show. <laughs> like, by the way, I'm not your cousin at all. In case you were confused. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I also like the the absolutely not uncertain threat there, where like his body was there, and they're like, oh, and then also there's a blank space right next to his body, mm. and yeah. hey, we have a proposal for you. Would you like to come work for us? <laughs> I would. <laughs> Sign me up. I like the, the, the art, too, for this one. There's a... Because, like, sometimes stories will have, like, a little unique piece of artwork kind of at the top before you mm. scroll down. And I actually liked... I thought it was kind of neat looking, you know? Like, all the little LeBlanc clones with their glowing eyes kind of um, <laughs> around her marking this guy or whatever. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, one other thing in this, uh, at the start, it talks about, like, oh, this general doesn't see the, the Ocknen... Uh, like text that's kind of all over the walls um, which if you remember from like that Ezreal story where he had that weird bell thing um, that's like Aknun was like the same text on that right and it's this weird like language of the dead um, related to Mordekaiser so yeah oh. need a little detail oh that's yeah. right you guys did point out that that was related to Mord right the bell yeah I had no idea yeah. I really knew nothing about Mordekaiser <laughs> yeah this fancy dead language. Oh my god, it's fancy his, dead he language. It. <laughs> his, bl- his, his dark it's speech. His little bell. He <laughs> wore it around his neck like a puppy. <laughs> you you always know when that, that dumb truck is coming. <laughs> <laughs> beeping when he's backing up. <laughs> <laughs> We're sending all our good Mordekaiser content. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, uh, she also shows up in a few Champions bios. 
Yeah. Uh, we had mentioned the Elise bio, um, Spider Queen by Graham McNeil, where she's kind of directly in this after Elise's husband poisons her. LeBlanc approaches Elise while she was recovering from the poison, and she tells her all about the Black Rose and how it could provide her power. Um, because LeBlanc doesn't really care who runs the noble families in Noxus as long as everyone who's running them kind of reports into her. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, then Elise set out to the Shadow Isles to find the skull of Mordekaiser for the Black Rose. Uh, and then after becoming Spider-Woman TM, uh, LeBlanc <laughs> realized that this would allow her to travel back and forth to the Shadow Isles, which would make recovering the magical artifacts that were in Thresh's vaults when the ruination happened much easier. So she's like, all right, cool, you can work for me now, and I'll just give you, you know, acolytes that you can feed to the spider god. It'll be fine. <laughs> yep. Easy peasy. Why doesn't she just give her clones? I was just going to say that, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Because she has count. to eat them, or she can't get her power back. <laughs> John's really set on this fucking can't, like fanon idea that he's come up with. Oh man, Leblanic collector. Yeah, I know we mentioned the the Rel bio. She also shows up in like the deal with Rel is that uh, Rel gets kind of put into this weird magic academy. It's very like Jack from Mass Effect, and uh, mm. Leblanc has like a direct hand in in that all like interacting mm-hmm. with Rel's mother I think in terms of like getting her in there um, yeah. and also and she made her mother like the headmistress of that school which I guess maybe she's qualified for it. I don't know right like <laughs> who knows um, <laughs> and then I think LeBlanc is also involved related to Rel like with Samira is that right yeah. and getting Samira to go get Rel after you know Rel escapes right. right so essentially one of the things that they were doing in this school was Rel would constantly have to fight other kids that had magical powers, and then the loser would never be seen from again. Mm. And then she ended up finding out that what they were doing with the losers, because every time she'd beat someone, she would get a new magical crest added to make her more powerful. And she found out that they were actually draining the kids that she defeated and turning them into sigils that she got. And then they're like, basically their husks, like their bodies were just emotionless puppet people that called the null Mm-hmm. that got stuck behind after they were drained and then Rel found all of the null when she escaped so um, essentially she knows all that horrific shit that the Black Rose was doing and LeBlanc was like alright well I don't want this getting out that wouldn't be great for us so she hired uh, a, you know Samira's Samira. boss basically mm-hmm. to get Samira to hunt her down <laughs> hmm. yeah I think even that and that like she still wants Rel because it seems like the idea is that because Rel can control metal, she'll be able, like, she's like the silver bullet against Mordekaiser, which I think is fucking mm. stupid, personally. Because, like, I, I mean, I don't know. Like, we haven't gotten into any of these characters, so maybe it makes more sense when we get to them. Um, but it just seems like Mordekaiser is kind of, like, if he's this weird undeath tyrant guy, like, it's he's maybe a little bit of a thing beyond just the fact that he's got a metal outfit. But what do I know, right? Like, maybe... <laughs> maybe at the very we'll least she could, like, hold him in hold place, him. something like that, which would probably maybe. be really helpful. We'll see. I'll be curious to see what happens with it when we get to him. Hmm. Um, she also shows up in the Scion bio. She oh. is the... LeBlanc is the one who revived Scion in is the Immortal Bastion to, as still? a gift to Borum Darkwill. Because I, I I looked at the Scion, the Scion bio, and it is that the, the Black Rose does run it, but I guess does like LeBlanc show up explicitly? She did in the old Scion bio, in the old Scion stuff, I think. Because that's when she and Swain would, were still buddy-buddy. 
Yeah, I think it. My idea that it still is is because I'm still convinced that there is no Black Rose and it is just LeBlanc. I guess that'd be fair, so. right? Like if we <laughs> if we assume anytime that, they say Black Rose, I'm just like, okay, well, that was LeBlanc. Yeah, it's a fair point, I yeah. suppose. I mean, I would say at the very least she is. You know, I don't think anything happens within the Black Rose without her knowing, even yeah, if there are other off. members. Right, because yeah. I think like in the old lore too. And I don't know if they kept this, but part of the revival process was. Uh, what was it? Uh, Vlad using his blood magic, using the blood of Jarvan the Fourth to revive. I don't. Um, yeah, I, I don't, don't know if know. they stuck with that or not. It's weird because I think the Scion because that happened like that's all from the Scion rework, right? I don't know about like old Scions. It's all yeah. some crazy old bullshit, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> but I think that also was kind of going on around the time lore reworks were kind of happening. So I I wonder if like that part is like kind of at the very tail end. <laughs> of like old lore before things got fully kind of I could be wrong right. but I get that sense like but they did I mean they did reincorporate the kidnapping of Jarvan the fourth for Legends of Runeterra so yeah this is another I think I mentioned this in Jarvan's episode too which is that I think that is not canon I think that is something that is uh, like an alternate storyline because we get into that because when you get into that you also get into the idea of like Scythria but Scythria if you remember from the Garen First Shield uh, novella <laughs> as like this badass like leader of like the Griffin Knights the Silver Wings or whatever um, which is you know is obviously not the case now and I think that that's just kind of like here's an alternate storyline that could have happened is that J4 got kind of kidnapped and LeBlanc was involved in it I think so it's it's kind of in a weird space with that a little bit, I want to say. Yeah. Multiverse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Vlad. Did she show up she elsewhere? Sh- yeah, she shows up in the Sisterhood of War story oh, yeah, yeah. by Ian St. Martin. Um, essentially in 996, the year. Uh, LeBlanc. <laughs> that's, that's helpful because <laughs> sure. I know what year it is currently right. in Runeterra. Like. Uh, it's current year in Runeterra. Awesome. Oh. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thanks. LeBlanc demanded uh, Tiffanelgi to return Riven's runic blade back to her, like to go get the runic blade from Riven and return it back to LeBlanc mm. since LeBlanc made it. And she's the one who originally enchanted her blade um, and threatened her life if she didn't do so. Uh, and I have a quote here from that story. A hand extended from the dark, cupping Tiffalengi's uh, chin. What we have entrusted you to find, to return to us, cannot be replaced. The hand tilted Tifalengi's head, and she looked up into a perfect reflection of her own face, grinning with another person's smile. You, however, can. Ooh, neat. That's cool. It makes me excited to get to that story. That's pretty cool. I guess, okay, so... That makes me think then, because I think in Aurelia, we were talking about how in that little teaser Aurelia had, Riven's runic blade shows up. And I guess I had just thought that maybe they hand those out sometimes, but it seems like it's just a one, it's a one-time <laughs> thing. So I guess we can assume that is indeed Riven depicted in that weird uh, relief, almost. Now, Riven, Riven got that blade from a claw machine on the book. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, a bunch uh, of big them. prize. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's interesting that LeBlanc enchanted it herself. Um, interesting. Hmm. And finally, the other place she shows up, which we're pretty sure on this one. 
is the Garen first shield mm. story. Mm, that's definitely LeBlanc. Where LeBlanc yeah. created a clone of Garen's great uncle, Hargold, in order to pressure Lord Eldwin of Nockmerch to side with Noxus, taking advantage of the lack of communication between that nation and Demacia. Uh, her efforts, however, end up failing, and Nockmerch renews its truths with Demacia. She yeah. tried. She did her best. Garen got in the way like a big old chump. Okay. I think that's all. Yeah, that's all the. the I think that's all the, the canon shit that I had. I There's think a handful so. of old lore. Yeah. Um, I guess uh, only other thing is that in Legends of Runeterra, which I guess for now we'll kind of assume this is some canon stuff, is that there's an interaction between her and Lysandra, where Lysandra seems to kind of have a vague familiarity with her. So, like, hmm. maybe she was around during the old original. War of the Three Sisters, and mm-hmm. who knows, was maybe one of the three sisters. Everybody's fucking <laughs> LeBlanc. <laughs> or LeBlanc Everybody's fucking every- her, huh? Yeah, yeah. Like, She's got a lot of clones. <laughs> With enough of them, there's a good enough chance. Right? So, I think that, that's the only other one uh, for, like, champion relations, anyway. Uh, oh, you there's know... A few, there's a few other champion relations that's not, like big stories around them actually oh i have a list of champion relations at the end oh, okay the, we can, we <laughs> the ones that. that don't get whole stories but sure yeah um i mean we can hit that after i guess kind of when we're doing fun facts and stuff or something like that I don't know. <laughs> sure i did read the old lore if we want to dig into that a little bit yeah so i mean a lot of it's the same idea as the new bio um but you know with an important closing paragraph <laughs> oh, I don't remember the important closing paragraph, to be honest with you. Is it just that her and Swain are, are like on the same team and they're working together? Is that like the big difference? Or is there something else that I'm, you're, you're thinking of? Um, Let's see. Because I read it, but I also kind of skimmed it. Because I was like, okay, it's like like you're saying, it's essentially the same idea, but just been transferred over into New Room Terra. Right. The most important part. Uh, people thought that essentially the Black Rose disappeared when martial power became important in Noxus and there was less room for Guile Um, but when LeBlanc re-emerged at the gates of the Institute of War it became clear that these masters of shadow and flame had simply been biding their time waiting for a new global authority to emerge the League of (laughs) Legends. Mm. <laughs> so is that intended to imply that like she is again? Is she everybody? Is she just like all the summoners and running all the fucking <laughs> the Institute of War? <laughs> it was LeBlanc all along. I mean, man, do you remember when we put mustaches on everyone and everyone was draven for a day? I want that for LeBlanc too. <laughs> <laughs> they give her the eye makeup. Give her everyone. Yeah, everyone gets the <laughs> <Right>. eye makeup. <laughs> I wouldn't mind it to be honest with you. Because that's essentially the way she's written, right? And that's why we're constantly like, oh, she's got this relation and that relation and this relation. It's because she has her finger in a million pies, as it were. Ew, get your finger out of the pie, LeBlanc. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Who puts a finger in a pie, honestly? <laughs> uh, nope, I, there's a Dude, there's a nursery I'm rhyme about a guy putting oh. his thumb oh, in a pie. Putting his finger in a pie? Little Jack Horner, was that it? Sat in the corner eating his yeah yeah. Okay. <laughs> Stuck in his thumb, pulled out a plum. So, uh, yeah. And put and his finger in a pie. Boy, am I? <laughs> yes, thank you. Sorry. Um, so she also shows up in three Journal of Justice articles. Oh dear. Yeah, 
one of them, like I said, she's she is buddy buddy with Swain. She actually shows up as his like date to like a gala or like a ball or some <laughs> shit. Um, but the, they kind of note that like, oh, even though she's as old as Born Darkwell, she's looking hella fine. <laughs> she's yeah. like, what's your routine? That that was that Drop was that a direct skincare. quote from the, Drop that skincare <laughs> yeah. routine. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I guess okay. So that's something from the old lore that they kind of that is the thing with LeBlanc is that. Uh, it's not just like been her the whole time, but rather LeBlanc is like a moniker or like a title. And her original name was like Yvain, I want to say. Amelia LeBlanc. Yeah, something like that. I don't remember. It's like, and it's just the idea that like, oh, when the old LeBlanc is going to retire, whatever the fuck that means exactly, <laughs> a new one is chosen. And so like, even though she is the current LeBlanc, there have been others who are a, were a different person, but it's just always like, it's like the Dread Pirate Roberts, essentially. <laughs> right. Right. Um. Now she shows up in a mailbag of justice here. Ooh, this was neat. It was neat. So someone had written in, and uh, they wrote, uh, "Beautiful LeBlanc, LeBlanc, where have you been growing those rose bushes? Just under a few days ago, my while competing in matches with you, I learned I wanted to try my fingers at it. Do you raise your plants close to Noxus or tournament grounds?" Surely you cannot suspect those rumors of big old ugly ravens making the garden protectors. They likely spit as soon as the winds raise their wings higher. But here, but I hear Kalamanda has some rich <laughs> soil. Surely you know how to nurture your plants with that. Please excuse my poor proper punctuality. This Yordle typer device has a problem with shifting unexpectedly. Maybe you would consider accompanying me in garnishing a new one? We could converse further about raising plants, and maybe, if you would be inclined in finding a new outfit, of course, accepting it only as a gift from a friendly admirer. I would suggest against snakeskin, though. It rubs irritatingly close. And this whole message had, like, random letters capitalized, and when translated, it says, Beware judgment records. Curious. Might see black rose threat. Vain. Yeah. And like Vane, shortly like the after Vane was added to yeah. the, uh, and you know everyone was like, "Oh, she hates the the magics," and uh, so they they wrote in to warn LeBlanc that Vane might be out to get her. Mm. <laughs> Good luck, Vane. Dumbass. Uh, <laughs> and LeBlanc responded, "Don't ever garden uninformed. Worry can quickly ensue. I think you should know a little, or all you possibly can, about anything you do." These tactics can save petty costs or prevent threats from ruining everything. There, in many instances, are a couple or several tricks to help factions who garden frequently. Intent on consistency. Books on the subject say eliminating pests is paramount. Our gardens focus on organization, seeds in place. But it is important we remember our roots. Remain, above all else, informed. Which translates if you read every fourth word... Don't worry, I know all about these petty threats. There are several factions intent on eliminating our organization, but we remain informed. Your loyalty will be rewarded when we rule all of Noxus. This was fun. I, I think this is like the type of thing I would like more when it comes to LeBlanc, is like if she's this kind of super duper magical spy master almost, like seeing how they do their little spy games and they're like having fun coded like almost like um like ARG type things that you could get into as like a lore head would be that would be a lot of fun to continue like, that would be bring fun. back i would like to see leblanc's reaction if she heard you say how they do their little spy games <laughs> a little spy games or whatever yeah. you <laughs> play little, with your spy trinkets little magnifying glass 
Here, these glasses. Put them on. They let you see behind you. <laughs> <laughs> like what every 11-year-old ordered out of the yeah. back of, like, Mad Magazine or some old bullshit. You know? yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. The, uh, the only other place she shows up, and it's not technically an article, was the infamous mm. uh, reflection uh, incident of issue 25 where <laughs> Jarvin's fighting Swain and you see the LeBlanc. LeBlanc's face reflected in Swain's armor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She has a judgment too. Um, mm. which I, did, I did read, but I didn't, it wasn't like, I didn't find it terribly interesting. It's just showing her getting named the new LeBlanc, essentially. <laughs> I did, it is funny, there's a moment when you, because when you go in to get your judgment, there's like this inscription that, doesn't it read, I don't remember the exact wording, but it's like, oh, the true enemy is like yourself. Or something like that. Dumb like that. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh, that's kind of ironic." Because I'm LeBlanc. That's funny. (laughs) (laughs) She kind of laughs at it. Um, I don't know. There's not too much that's crazy with it, you know. She just wants to become the new the the ruler of Noxus again, or whatever. Like her and Swain. Does she do it? Does she get to join the league? Oh, oh yeah! Shocking. Nice. What what league? The The League League of of Legends. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, now she's not in any cinematics that I could find. That's wild. Yeah. She can't be filmed, you know? That's That's it. true. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look at me. Don't look in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love some hint of LeBlanc's existence in Arcane, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'd be great. That'd be tons of fun, mm-hmm. you know? Maybe there is. Maybe literally everyone we've met <laughs> in Arcane is LeBlanc. <laughs> I would, just what she does for fun. I would Plays love it if, drama. if there was like a bit like where it's like they both reveal themselves. It's like, oh shit, you're LeBlanc. I'm LeBlanc. Oh fuck, sorry. Oh, damn. LeBlanc Prime didn't didn't tell me what was going on. It's like a miscommunication. <laughs> my bad. My bad. Sorry. This is where the clones go. She just puts them in little simulations. Maybe we're all LeBlanc. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I'm not high. <laughs> sure you know yeah <laughs> now i only have a few quotes written i mean she doesn't have a lot of quotes honestly She's like, yeah. why are they all in caps because that's just what happens when i copy paste them oh okay she's not <laughs> she yelling yell- them, yeah, don't worry. she doesn't seem like a yeller you know <laughs> she's above that <laughs> she does have an archer reference though really that's one of her quotes hmm. she says uh lying is like 95% of what I do. <laughs> which is a direct Archer quote complete yeah. with her inflection. <laughs> <laughs> they were not subtle about it. I thought it was mm. going to be the ants line. <laughs> <laughs> Dangerous hole! <laughs> what if that was just all of her VO was only Archer quotes? <laughs> Fuck it, right? <laughs> they were like, we know spies, maybe. <laughs> Shavana! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anywho, yeah, great Archer impression. Uh, thanks. <laughs> I was, I was, I was struggling to find a league name that ended in Anna quick enough. <laughs> mm. No, that's really good. <laughs> honestly, good. I don't know if any others do. So, <laughs> you do Lily on Lily on. No, no, no. Surprise to see me. Uh, I feel like so. The thing about her quotes too is that they're. They're, They're also just like generic. common generic things yeah. to say, but this mm-hmm. might be uh, an Agent Smith f- reference from Matrix Reloaded because 
also said it when there were like a million different clones of himself. So oh, okay. that would make sense then. Yeah. And then would I lie from Spaceballs? Sure, John. <laughs> sure. Also, when it was some when it was Dark Helmet pretending to be her dad, and then it turned out it wasn't her dad. It was just. Uh, an illusion, Michael. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he just said illusion way too much like Joe. <laughs> Why doesn't she have that as a quote? Eh, well, you know, she just... Oh, my God. They're illusions. Tricks are what a whore does for money. That should be the whole plot. Come on, Riot. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. I would like her to get a VO update. I'd like her to get an update kind of yeah. a la Swain, where Swain has a bunch of things and knows everything. It'd be nice to have her have something kind of similar. I like it. I liked a couple of Swain's quotes to her, where he's like, uh, mm. an assassin is due at any moment. It's how I know LeBlanc cares. Or when they're on the same <laughs> team, he'll say, I suppose this makes us enemies with benefits. Oh, damn. Oh, they'd fun. be like, they'd oh, be yeah. a hot enemies to lovers. We have a... Uh... <laughs> I mean, again, who knows if this is canon, but we do have a rider confirmation of that ship. Oh. Mm. They just like angry bang? <laughs> kind <Angry>. of. <laughs> bang. Uh, Banging. I love I like I like the idea that relation that's that dynamic, I guess. Not relationship, mm. but like people who are just like like I was saying, they're like they're just so skilled at this whole thing that like them sitting in a room, it's like we could fight and get into this, but like, you know I'm gonna do all this shit, and I know you're gonna do all this shit, so let's just have a drink and see where the night takes us. Like, fuck it, right? Yeah. You know? It'd be fun. Yeah. Hmm. Um, now, she's part of a handful of AUs. Dope. Including Day Job. This is the money. Where this, each yeah. skin represents champions in their daily job routine. Is this prestigious? This is prestigious, Lamar. Hell yeah, that was my guess. LeBlanc is currently evading an international manhunt after making a jetliner filled with passengers disappear, then realizing she had no idea where they went or how to bring them back. <laughs> I like incompetent LeBlanc. Sorry. Right? But like, it's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> That's true. Whoopsies. That is really funny, because like, normally they just do the same shit, but this is mm-hmm. like, this feels like an actual AU. It's like, yeah. LeBlanc's actually shit at magic. Yeah. Now she We're really kind needs of Job quotes. <laughs> yeah, like too good, but she doesn't know how to do it. <laughs> yeah. She thought it was a trick, but then, whoops, accidentally yeah, sent him to a different dimension. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah, you a bee. <laughs> Oh my God, Labee! Oh, that's coming. That's coming. Do you think they pick bee skins just based on the name? One hundred percent. Yes. Except then they did Oriana. Or, yeah, that, that one didn't bad. fit exactly. No, but, you know. but it was still cute. But Timo, one hundred percent, was yeah. Bimo oh, because of his name. Yeah. Uh, and we've got Eclipse. Long ago, an order of monastic knights slew the vile gods of the old world using esoteric powers granted by the moon and sun. Now the world has grown dark and violent as those selfsame deities prepare their return, challenged only by the light of the eclipse. Okay, I'm going to try to guess which one this is. Is it Ravenborn? Uh, Now this is going to be a tough one. It's not Ravenborn, though. I don't know then. Um, thing is, I don't really remember a lot of LeBlanc's skins. I, I remember this I'm one in Mistletoe, or sorry, I remember the the magician in Mistletoe. Those are only two. Is I it really Mistletoe? Because that'd be it's funny. Not Mistletoe. This is the first time I think where uh, 
there are several separate skins for the same champion as part of the same AU, and they kind of tell oh. a whole little story. Okay. So the first one is Coven LeBlanc. Hmm. They came to LeBlanc as if in some forgotten melody, songs of the black crane and its titanic heart long imprisoned within the deepest reaches of the Elderwood. Her sisters fell before the forest's defenders, but LeBlanc did find her prize, and now her patron has begun to wake, stirring itself from a dreamless slumber of unhallowed centuries. Okay. And the next one is Elderwood LeBlanc. When the coven first rose to power, they craved the living enchantments of the Elderwood, a tool, they believed, for the resurrection of their dark patrons. Thus did they fall upon the great forest and slaughter its children, until a lone sylvan stood against them, stealing the witches' lives, their magic, and even their names. So, uh, the coven came and attacked the Elderwood, and then this this fucking sylvan was like, fuck y'all, killed them all, and then took LeBlanc's name and face... (laughs) Oh, okay. became Elderwood LeBlanc. That's and a really then, neat. I, sorry, go ahead. Oh no, there's a there's a third act to this play. <laughs> oh, okay. Because Coven LeBlanc has a prestige skin. Oh. Hmm. Resurrected by the dark or the, by the black crane, LeBlanc has rejoined her sisters with renewed purpose, yet the gifts of the old gods do not come without a price. As her body twists into new and strange forms, LeBlanc has discovered that she is the vessel through which her own dead god will return, and that it has granted her impossible power. Okay. Yeah, it's so, uh, attacked, killed, and then resurrected. <laughs> that is neat. That's a really, I guess if you're going to do something like that, LeBlanc's a really good uh, character to do that through, you know? It's yeah. fun. It's a fun way of playing with it. It's like almost in a weird sort of meta way you know <laughs> but that's, yeah. that's cool also part of the reason why she's not part of more AUs because three of her skins are just as one AU <laughs> <laughs> no, she's also part of Project I had no idea she had a, this skin I've never seen this skin in yeah, my life same. yeah I think it came out the same time as program Lissandra I want to say mm, must not have been playing then I can't believe I've never seen it in game though right I don't know she's got so many good skins it's true uh, but yeah, this one is uh, among the megastructures and packed streets of a future controlled by global corporations. A shadow war rages between rebellious, augmented humans and newly empowered artificial beings. The winners will shape the course of history, and the losers will be forced to evolve. And this one's kind of separated into the project skins and the program skins. So project are kind of the augmented beings, whereas programs are like quite literally just programs and. Uh, you know, software and various hardware that gets infected. This one's Program LeBlanc. Marketed as a diplomat software avatar, LeBlanc is in fact a duplicitous intelligence that can interact seamlessly with human users. Created only to deceive, she has infiltrated a number of the most powerful corporations on the planet and quietly awaits her final orders. Okay. Pretty on on point for LeBlanc, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It's LeBlanc, if software. <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> but what if code? <laughs> uh, and now a new one, Crime City Nightmare. Mm-hmm. In a city where drink is cheap and life is cheaper, eldritch horrors lurk in the shadows, preying upon mankind's greed and envy. Backroom black markets have given rise to elixirs, a valuable magical export whose production spells money and influence should any gang find a way to corner the market. 
vying for control with the help of twisted, unearthly terrors. Enforcers, mob bosses, and cronies alike invite unknowable corruption in for a chance at true power. Cool. Which I always forget when looking at the skins that are part of this, that it has like such a, a, a supernatural, like unearthly element to it because they all <laughs> just are like people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a good I- idea for a skin line. I think really good skin lines will take like two ideas and kind of swirl them together, you know, like um, like cyber pop or whatever it is, where it's like music, oh, yeah. but also cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember, I feel like people really didn't like this because of that, ex- or these this skin line for that exact reason, where like that eldritch horror part of it maybe doesn't read super hard and in hmm. the skins. I could be wrong. I will, yeah, I will say, I mean, I love the idea of it too, but yeah, I will say it doesn't come across in the skins themselves like if you don't read the lore if i were just look at the skins i'd have no fucking clue and part of that could also just be because the new skins that they added i mean probably fit that build better but they rolled in a bunch of really old skins into Mm -hmm. the skin line when they reworked it and obviously those weren't ever made (laughs) with the intention of (laughs) that that's fair Um, but if they do release more i would love to see that supernatural more yeah Yeah. super cool Uh, but this one's debonair leblanc Seemingly at every event in the city at once, LeBlanc is a ubiquitous presence throughout the Strip, her unparalleled ability to schmooze matched only by her mysterious origins. There was a time when certain naysayers connected her to Crime City, but as they say, never cross Lady LeBlanc. (laughs) They do say that. (laughs) I've heard it said a million times. (laughs) Uh, And the last two are Snowdown Showdown, which are their winter skins, separated into... Santa's elves, gifts, and snowdown inhabitants, and this one is Mistletoe LeBlanc. LeBlanc's wicked illusions grow only more powerful during snowdown, when the season of giving takes hold and people are at their most gullible. Her enchanting looks only serve to draw more victims in, becoming pawns in her inscrutable games. Inscrutable. (laughs) Inscrutable. I thought she was going to be good in this one. Oh, you think that so, been right? Nice. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, give her one. She the one good one. <laughs> yeah. uh, and last one is harrowing. This one is Ravenborn. Oh, uh, okay. LeBlanc loves nothing more than showing up as her high society rivals. Let me reread that. LeBlanc <laughs> loves nothing more than showing up as her high society rivals at the annual holiday gala. Besides, taking a spin as the season's most fashionable witch will teach those dooku toes not to upstage her garden parties. So she just goes to parties disguised as people she doesn't like. That sounds fun as hell. Yeah. Right? That's almost like, that's Mm -hmm. like very like jinx mischief-y almost. Yeah, that's mischievous. Yeah. 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 I like that a little bit more. Petty. Really fucking petty. So petty. (laughs) Like you just go with somebody you don't like and like dip someone's tie in their drink or something. Because they upstaged your party. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's very Maleficent. Why wasn't I invited? (laughs) It's it's almost like her Corella de Vil skin, frankly. Or like that's what makes me think of almost, you know. Which unfortunately does not have any lore. I love that skin. (laughs) Yeah, it's one of my favorites, too. <laughs> it's the one you played for a long time. Uh, All right, hit those fun facts. Uh, so her name means the white in French. Mm. I guess that's... La Blanc. I guess it's, yeah, like they call her the pale woman a, a couple times in some of the, the, the yeah. lower pieces. And that's, I think, to do with that. 
I wonder if uh, it's weird to play LeBlanc, like, when you're in France. Like, could you imagine if you were playing a French game and someone's name was just the white? <laughs> you know. But, I, like, one word. <laughs> I would, well, I guess one word. I don't know. I, I, I would be down with that. It's an interesting kind of, like, <laughs> tied moniker, I guess, for, for somebody. I don't know. If you said there's a yeah. champion and that's their name, I'd be like, okay, what's the deal with them? <laughs> but then there's just some lady. That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of which... LeBlanc is only one of many of the monikers of the pale woman. So, again, we don't really know what her name is. Sure. <laughs> it's Steve. Uh, Probably like, I was going to say it's like Stacy or yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Riot has both confirmed and denied that LeBlanc is part of the Trifarix. Mm. Oh, really? Uh, I saw the denial. I didn't see the confirmation. Yeah, so Riot Scathelock said, Swain isn't stupid. He's not letting the Black Rose anywhere near government again. I'm serious. The Faceless is not LeBlanc. That would absolutely make Swain a complete moron and undermine the entirety of both their backstories. While Riot Interlocutioner, who was part of the remake team, said, uh, if Swain ignored her, he'd be dead. Swain keeps her close because he believes in his ability to manage the challenge. And LeBlanc and Swain intrigue each other. It's only hinted in his backstory, but Swain killed LeBlanc with his own hand during a high society waltz only for her to reappear again. That could scare him. It could enrage him. Or it could intrigue him. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I feel like this was what I felt reading like that, saying like, oh, it's absolutely not. That makes no sense. It makes him stupid. It's like, well, I mean, the thing is, is that LeBlanc's like really good. Like that that to me is almost like undermining the competency of like LeBlanc, right? Like, yes, Swain is... Mm -hmm he knows a lot and he's smart but she's also smart like that's the whole the dynamic is they're both like skilled mm-hmm. duelists and it's like a feint and a counter feint right it's like yeah. it seems almost a little poetic that you know she would be on the Trifarix or one of her clones or something and maybe he knows maybe he doesn't I don't know but to say like oh like oh, he'd be a fucking idiot if he if that was the case it's like well <laughs> yeah. that's kind of what she's doing that's her whole point is that she's trying mm-hmm. to worm her way into these positions anyway i don't know that's just taking a hard stance that swain is better and smarter and more powerful than leblanc which we don't necessarily get that yeah um, there's from their stories like, yeah they're like equals and that's what's fun yeah. about that whole dynamic is you know mm-hmm. I, I do mean, like I the idea know. that the deceiver is leblanc and that swain knows now but maybe didn't know right away but it, you know i think it makes sense that he would maybe keep her close as well sure I just like the idea she's so good at her fucking job. He's like, I can't find anyone else to fill this position. I hate her, but God yeah. damn it, she's really good at this. She's fucking good at this, yeah. Like, Noxus, I guess. It serves yeah. like, right. Like, We've all had it, that one coworker. Yeah, exactly. But like, God actually, damn it, I hate you, but you're fucking good. God damn it, you're fucking competent. <laughs> I've had this posting for three years, and I can't find anyone else to come fill this position. Yeah. Yeah. Now, it's implied funny. that the uh, the demon of secrets who Swain controls was also used by LeBlanc, but she couldn't control it like he does. Oh, really? Where is that? Um, what's the source on that? I'm curious. Uh, I forget. Okay. <laughs> that's that's a really interesting idea to, to play it was, with. It was a bunch of, and I say implied because it's like pieced together from a bunch of various quotes about... Uh, um, I forget what the the different parts were. Where Swain wanting her demon back was was one of the things, mm-hmm. and the the Swain one being that when he essentially found a way to control the demon, the demon was also like, "Oh, 
I was expecting you to come in here and use me, but this is something I've never experienced before. I didn't know that you could control me. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. Because, like, I, I know in, like, Legends of Runeterra, she seems to, they have a little interaction where she, she, she seems to at least be aware of it, where she's like, oh, is it your hand or the, the demon's hand or something? So, at the very <laughs> least, she's, she's in the know. She makes sense. She's been around for millennia, whatever. It's an interesting <laughs> I, I, idea to, to play yeah. around with more. And it's a good demon, you know, it, it would, you would assume that that would be exactly the type of demon that she would want to, just one that yeah. just knows secrets. <laughs> Can I just say, too, like, back to the thing we were talking about before, I like the idea that LeBlanc is so good at deceiving people, even rioters don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> <laughs> it's not internal miscommunication, she's just that good. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, and yes, uh, we mentioned this before, but LeBlanc and Swain are confirmed rivals, lovers, and nemesi, according to the rework crew's AMA. <laughs> I do like the idea that they just like they just like bang sometimes. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's another thing they got to admit that they're good at with each other. <laughs> <laughs> she pulls these moves. It's like there's six of her in the room. <laughs> She eats them right in front of me. <laughs> I leave for that part. I catch a smoke outside. Uh, you. That's her finishing move her in the bedroom. Fatality. Sexuality. I don't know. I don't think Sway would leave the room for that. He might be into it. <laughs> He'll help. Oh, God, this is getting weird. All right, okay, let's okay. Gonna move on to my next one. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, here are some interactions between LeBlanc and her spies from Legends of Runeterra. Uh, and these also kind of... We had talked a little bit before about the whole uh, kidnapping of Jarvan IV as part of like a Runeterra thing, but here are also a few quotes that imply that the death of Jarvan III may have also been more directly related to her spies. Mm. Uh, Black Rose Spy, of two golden crowns, one bears tarnish, LeBlanc, and now we wait. And then uh, LeBlanc, what news from the West, Lord Malat? Incisive technician, a golden crown soon to be broken. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. There's another uh, card in there. I don't know if you're going to get to it. It's not the spies, um, but there's a card in there. It's a really powerful one called Atticon. Atticon? I don't know. Bringer of Ruin. <laughs> um, he looks very Mordekaiser-y, and from what I can kind of pick up is that he seems like he was maybe a one of the members of Mordekaiser's inner circle, and the, the Black Rose has, is kind of bringing him back for for to do their bidding, whatever that might be. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. But he, she seems to control him, whatever he is. Some weird guy. Uh, and then the other quote that we were talking about regarding her clones is, uh, mm-hmm. Ugh, another clone gone rogue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, we have some, uh, some LeBlanc connections to various champions. Okay. Uh, Darius. Uh, because, you know, not only has he dealt with Black Rose in the past, but he's also part of the Triferix, which we can presume LeBlanc is also a part of, despite confirmation and denial on the part of Riot. <laughs> uh, 
Ezreal was specifically noticed by the Black Rose when uh, he was in Noxus and was given kind of a, a sternly worded threat to leave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Echo fought members of the Black Rose. Oh. Wait, when was this? Katarina is Cassiopeia's sister. I'm going to have to look up the source on that one, too. Okay. Uh, Mordekaiser, obviously, betrayed by LeBlanc. Um, Pike murdered the crew from a Black Rose shipment. Uh, Riven's blade was enchanted by LeBlanc. Rek'Sai interfered with a Black Rose shipment. It really seems like they need to get their shipment line yeah. in order here. They gotta get their ship together. I know what the Echo one is, by the way. Now that you, It's from that same cinematic that Pike was in, where... Uh, it's like the incisive tactician in the Black Rose Spy, I think, or in that animated cinematic. Oh, right. It was the new here. one yes. that got released right after we did mm. the Echo episode. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's that's why it wasn't ringing a bell. It's because we didn't talk about it in an, in an yeah. episode. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. And they're Black Rose folk. Um, and he does fight them. Yeah. Um, uh, we talked about Rel. Uh, Renekton, obviously, accidentally freed by Cassiopeia during her mission in Shirima. So he's got Black Rose connections. Uh, Scion resurrected by the Black Rose Sivir hired and backstabbed by Katarine, or Cassiopeia Swain obviously uh, Samira's handler Captain Indara was working for the Black Rose when he got the quest to track down Rel uh, Vagar was also one of the members inside Mordekaiser's inner sanctum <laughs> and Ooh, when man. Mordekaiser was locked away he just fucking split <laughs> uh, and Zareth also freed by Cassiopeia during her mission in Shirima. So everybody ties back to the Black Rose. So you're saying <laughs> is everything is literally LeBlanc's fault in all of <laughs> Runeterra. Everything. Ever. Everything in Runeterra. <laughs> Yay. Are we good? Any final LeBlanc thoughts? Um, uh, I guess the only thing is that I, I don't know if this is a result of the weird kind of like rework and then revert that she got but I feel like her end game doesn't really line up with a lot of how she's depicted because she's got like the clones and the passive but like both like Zed and and uh, Nico kind of hit that fantasy better like Zed with having a bunch of like you know clones that kind of do stuff and then Nico with like talk about deception right like that like you know Nico's whole passive seems to kind of line up a lot more with that so yeah you know that's kind of a shame oh uh the the voice actress is Carrie Karenin, who is also Lux's VO, uh-huh. I think. Oh, huh? really? That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> Very different tone. <laughs> Lux has been LeBlanc all along. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> sure, My fuck girl. it, right? Put it on the pile. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, other thing is I find it funny that LeBlanc is preparing for like Mordekaiser's return because she, that shit's never going to fucking happen. She's going to be sitting there... Like a SpongeBob title card, like twenty-seven years later or a thousand years later, just waiting for Mordekaiser to show back up. You know, because <laughs> nothing ever happens in Runeterra. Right. All right. Well, that was the Blanc. I think we did it. Thank you for yeah. listening. Yay! You can find us on Twitter. We're at Loreheads, and we have a YouTube channel where we post these. And John has a few parody songs, and hopefully another one soon. You know, I mean, I just I looked them. up the lyrics. There's so few lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> Make a new verse. Kind of depends on the music video. <laughs> okay, never mind then. I'll think of something. I'll he think of something. Won't have a one up soon. <laughs> oh, work on it. <laughs> Uh, we also have a Twitch channel, uh, twitch.tv slash loreheads. John does Monday evening streamings doing TFT, trying to climb new plat. Diamond. Diamond. Sorry. 
Sorry. Wow, you look so offended when I said plat. I'm really sorry, Diamond. <laughs> I mean, I'm not there. I'm not at plat yet, so who knows? Maybe that's still aspirational. <laughs> no. And then Saturday is sometimes during the day, sometimes in the evening. We'll play regular, regular old league. Badly. <laughs> so watch it's it. our specialty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have a Patreon as well. Thank you so much to all of our patrons. But a special thank you to our Madarda tier patrons, <laughs> King of Hearts, Jeremy Rich, and Milet. Thank you all so much. You are amazing. And uh, if you didn't listen to the previous show, King of Hearts joined us. For well, the, wasn't wasn't no. well. No, if yeah. you didn't hear the Kindred episode, King of Hearts no. joined <laughs> us for that one. Uh, so thank you all so much. We're excited to have the rest of you on. Yeah. yeah. And be sure to join us next week because we're going to talk about the blind monk Lee Sin. Bye.